ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. This is Sean. I'm here with Neil and Wes tonight. What's up, fellas? You thought I was not going to give you silence, didn't you? you I, I was just waiting for you to drop something there right in the middle of that. <laughs> Look, I have to have my five seconds of silence so I can get rid of the background noise when I'm doing the editing. I mean, but you could just cut me out. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have that extra time. I need that full time. It doesn't really work well with just a second. Yeah, Neil. Silence. Sorry. So you would think a year and a half into this podcasting journey, I might know how some of this works. I don't. No. <laughs> I just figured out last week how to put headphones on. I'm surprised you're able to plug in your I, first time by myself. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how the microphone works. Usually, Wes like has here. to tell me all the time to not touch it. This is uh, what week five of our pick 'em, and you're like, "What games did I pick for <laughs> right. us to pick tonight?" And I think I was the one that decided the yeah, game. You this did. Week. You literally text them out, going, "Hey guys," these yeah. guys. and then you're like, "What games are we doing?" <laughs> I forgot. You picked them. <laughs> it's like you know, Adam out here going, "Hey, you guys have caught up to me, so I've got to throw some strategy to it this time." And I'm like. Neil picks them on the fly on the show. There's right, because no strategy I, don't, to it. I don't even remember the games that we were picking. Because he, he was trying to blame it going, well, I was doing it during the middle of a ball game or during practice or all that. And I was like, well, you have them 24 hours ahead of He time. legit did not use any strategy on his underdog last week. No, he, that was with his heart. Oh, it's Virginia. Yeah. Go Mountaineers. <laughs> that, that did not go well. It did not go well. 28 nothing. All of a sudden, just bam. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Texas is really good. <laughs> I. I messed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. But on the other side, me and you both hit the underdogs and we've made this a contest. We even have pulled it close. Wes is still back there. So I'm waving. I'm going, we, Hey like, guys, don't leave me. We can see him in the rear view. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. I think uh it's twenty one for Adam. I've got nineteen, you've got eighteen, and Wes is twelve, I think. Yeah. So but you know, that one underdog Jumps you right back into the game. Hit a, I mean, you hit an underdog, and that's five points. Yeah. Both my underdogs last two weeks have crapped the bed and late in the game. Yeah. So, we talked about this yesterday. Next year, if we do this, we've got to incorporate if. That's kind of what that, – that was my reaction. I was I mean, like, when? Yeah. <laughs> when we do this, we're going to have to incorporate something kind of like a, the super dog they do on Saturday mornings or something like that to where – I think we should adapt it to where we're picking the spread. I think that we should pick our own team games that we want to pick because there's no real content. It's I mean a lot of these. It's like we didn't pick Alabama, Texas A and M because who's picks who's picking Texas A and M? You know. But if it was a scenario where we could pick Texas A and M as our dog, 
and to cover the spread, then somebody might pick that. Well, that, that I had mentioned to you, it was like, you know, picking just the winners is is okay and picking just the underdogs is okay. If we picked against the – maybe one pick against the spread. Which is what we're thinking next yeah. year with our underdog. Yeah. So if you hit an underdog and, and it covers the spread, you're going to get five points. If the, if your underdog becomes a super dog and wins, we're going to give you an, an additional five points. Oh, yeah. so so with that with that super dog pick, you could you could earn ten points, and I mean that's a complete game changer. Yeah, no doubt. Berryman's have good super dogs. Listen, Berryman's gives you the poops. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I'm good to eat Berryman's one time a year. I've already had my Berryman's this year. I don't want it no more. It every time I ordered, I'm like. Who wants this greasy, gross mess? And that's what it is. It's pretty good. Is it, though? Yeah. The amount of money. You know how big my family is. <laughs> I do. The amount of money it costs me to eat at Berryman's. Oh, don't get me wrong. I could buy a lot of hot dogs. I mean, I like my local restaurants, but the pricing has gotten a little exorbitant. Exorbitant. It, it, you know what I mean. Hi. <laughs> I was going to say, just say hi. <laughs> Have you eaten at Chipotle? I don't like Chipotle. Well, I, could I, I, could I really Qdoba like, over Chipotle any day. I like Chipotle, but like the guy that's in the office next door to me, I saw him come in today. We always go to lunch about the same time. I was like, "What'd you get today?" He said Chipotle, and I was like, "Oh, well, that was eighty bucks." And he goes, "Well, it's twenty four, twenty four dollars." <gasps> Have you all seen the TikTok what? video? Yeah, about the um, the the uh, the Chipotle hack. No. So, like, you're supposed to be able to order this and then order all the toppings as sides, and I guess maybe you get them for free if they're if they're if because you just get a side. Essentially, this dude fixed a maybe it was a girl. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They fixed a ginormous burrito for under four dollars. If I find the video again, I'll send it to you. That's well, why Qdoba's better. There's a few people out there that have figured out these uh, food hacks at these places, like. You know, going to McDonald's and buying two cheeseburgers and building your own Big Mac because you order a cheeseburger with lettuce right. and all this, and then you get the sauce, and then you build your own Big Mac for half the price. I don't have that much energy oh. to, to, to do that kind of stuff. I hey, meant to bring Grimace with me, too. I was going to say, talk about adult meals. What about Wes ordered the adult Happy Meal? The adult Happy Meal. A lot of people are really complaining about the toys not being original toys. Why do they have four eyes? Because they're fleas. Well, it's the cactus something another flea market. So fleas have four eyes? Apparently. Huh. Stupid. It is dumb. It is kind of dumb. But it you is. said it was ten dollars? It was it was ten dollars and fifty cents with the large sweet. But you 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 hit the nail on the head. Cause they're trying to market to guys our age that grew up with these characters that right. I mean you all obviously are a lot older than me. But You knew Grimace. I did know Grimace, and I, and I didn't have to cheat. That I, was I, it. I mean, we <laughs> no, I knew Hamburglar. Oh, we, that's right. We had a complete set of the McDonald's plates. Plates. The plates are awesome. Well, I vague, the glasses. I vaguely remember the McDonald's toys that were like the McDonald's items you could get, like the pan. You talked about the nuggets last night. Oh yeah, the pancake, uh, the pancake platter. That was a toy. Like I vaguely remember getting those in Happy Meals. Yeah, um, but. They're missing the mark by not having a cookie in there. Oh, the 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 cookies were the best, and they did not. So there's have, no dessert in it. None. 
So it's basically a it's a com it's a combo meal with a toy. It's yeah. a Big Mac combo so, meal. With so it's three dollars more, right? Like in a Big Mac yeah. combo, like seven bucks. Grimace costs three dollars. Well, Grimace in the box. Grimace hey, in the box. Let me tell you. <laughs> listen, That's that a, was almost. That sounds like a. That sounds like an eighties cover band. McDonald's. Come on, Dad. Listen to Grimace in the it box. Makes me, it makes me immediately go to the Saturday Night Live. Uh, Grimace in a box. <laughs> McDonald's is not a restaurant. They are in the realty business. They are, and they are in the happiness business. They are the nation's largest real estate company happiness 100 yeah. percent. because i saw that and was like i'm getting an adult 100 right like, now i'm going today and, yeah. and then i saw the price and went well i can't just pull out a line and go i don't want that sorry yeah <laughs> i could so i was like i'll pay it this time not getting it again can i get a um big mac meal with a large sweet tea and a grimace toy please <laughs> oh you want the adult uh happy no, 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 no 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 i it's cheaper if i don't do that <laughs> right i'll give you the dollar for the toy Right. Give me just a regular brown McDonald's Man. bag. I My first job was McDonald's. I worked there for two and a half, three years, basically through high school. Over the, toy, the toys were a big deal to people. Mm-hmm. Big deal. I mean, they would come through the drive-thru, and before they ordered, hey, do you have any of this figure? Right. And you'd have to go dig through the boxes. Yep. Because that was our owner. He wanted us to take care of the customers. Nope, don't have any. Yeah, I have one. Okay, yeah, I'll have. I'll take yep. it. You know, and they like essentially wouldn't order if you didn't have the. Time. I remember the Thai Beanie Babies. Oh, it's just you know, man. And then I think didn't they do like a Disney princesses or like a bar? They did a Barbie doll. Like one another one of those. They also did a Hot Wheels. Like those those commercialized toys that if, when they bring like. Super. The Beanie Babies were uh, outrageous. I mean, it, you you knew. Okay, it's probably been a day and a half. They've probably gone through all their uh, allotment. I'm going to go try to get another one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you had the uh, Monopoly. Oh yeah, that's a huge that's such a rip off. Oh, oh what gosh. a rip off that that's is! Such man. a rip. And if anybody has not seen that uh, documentary, I I recommend it. That's unbelievable what they did. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. But so. think, I mean, the millions of dollars that they And got, millions. And millions. <laughs> sorry. Of dollars that they gained off of dumb people trying to find Hit It Rich. Yeah. Thank I was you just happy that I got a free right. breakfast sandwich. I was like, yeah! yeah. I, I never chased that stuff. Free I, like, I really never really kept up with that at all. Oh, yeah. I had I had the, they give you the map. Yep. And you set it up, you put it up it's on. It's the board. The map, board, whatever. <laughs> the game map. <laughs> Not the, the game board. The game board. Well, it wasn't a board. It was just a pamphlet that you had to unfold. And so, you know, you <laughs> put it up on the magnets, up on the, you know, like peel, a, peel like it off and stamp it up there. You're like, oh, I got park plates. Yeah. All I need to get is Broadway. Broadway. Unless, boardwalk, actually. Yeah. Bo- yeah, boardwalk. And there's like one boardwalk Maybe. of millions. Maybe. <laughs> there might be one. Yeah. That's so funny. All right. So moving on. That was a good opening there, right? We had to talk about that a little bit. That was hot news for the week. The other hot news is here we are. Into week five of the college football season, and we had two more college coaches fired. The biggest of which is Paul Christ at Wisconsin. Yeah, and apparently, uh, the the rumor on the street is uh, Jim 
I can't name his name. It just left my head. Um, Larinaga. No. The Leland. Defensive coordinator for Wisconsin. They the rumor is is they want this dude to be the coach. To the point that they're like, okay, well, we're gonna fire Chris. We're gonna give him seven games to see what he can do. A lot kind of like what they're doing, I guess, with uh, Mickey over in Nebraska. Yeah, he's not getting the job. I don't think not so. That either. Chris is gone. Now, not that Chris, now that Chris is gone, I think that changes the entire Nebraska head coaching search. Yeah, because you have a guy. Wes and I talked about this. A guy that is in the Big Ten West that has recruited. There's not that much difference between Madison, Wisconsin, and Lincoln, Nebraska. None. The biggest difference is is the money that Nebraska has. And now he's got a ginormous chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Because he had, the only thing he'd ever done is win nine games a year at least, yeah. minus the COVID year. 72% or 72% winning percentage. And they fired him. Yeah. Now, it didn't help that Brett Bielema, the former Wisconsin coach, brought the fighting Illini into uh, they call Beaver Stadium or something. I don't know what they call it. But Camp, Camp Randall. Randall. Camp Randall. I, I was going there. They're the Badgers. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it make sense? Badgers? Aren't they Beavers? No. No. Are they close? No. No. Honey, the Honey Badger? Well, I know, but doesn't he live in water? No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Anyway, who cares? It's Wisconsin. Um... <laughs> But each cheese, cheese. <laughs> but that's. I mean, all he had done is won until Bielema came in and spanked him, and they were like, "Hey, no, you know, sorry that you've won seventy two percent of your games, but you're two and three this season, and you just got spanked by Illinois. We're gonna pay you sixteen million dollars to go away." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we wonder why the 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 head coaching. World is all out of whack. You just fired a guy that was a, was like your your number four all time winning as coach. Basically means he doesn't get a mulligan. He I mean, he didn't even get an opportunity to fix anything to turn it around. They're, they're two and three, right? I believe they're two and three. Right. What if they go on a win streak and win out the rest of the year? And he sure. goes nine and nine and three. It could easily happen. Yeah, they're in the West with Purdue, Illinois, Indiana, Nebraska. Hey, 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 hey! Nebraska is tied for first in the West right now. Okay. They're all tied for first don't, in the don't West. You, not except the last <laughs> team. They're they're zero and two. But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. But they're still tied for first. Okay. They they didn't even get. It's like. There's more to this story. I think there is more as well. I, I mean, you would think that, but you would think that there had been already had a bit of information. One bit. There's nothing. I mean, we hadn't even – usually these things come out that, oh, Paul Chris, he's on the hot seat. No. <laughs> it didn't, yeah. Nobody knew. They were just like, bye. It's like, see ya. <laughs> it's, it's like they put it up on a spinning wheel and spun it and go – Stay, hot, fire, hot seat, cold seat. Oh, he's gone. gone. Yep, we're firing. Uh, yep. yep. We're going to actually pay you $16 million. Will O Choices. They use the Will O Choices. They Shame on Will O. And they didn't give me any royalties. Right, exactly. Jerks. But I think that completely flips the college coaching search carousel. Because if you're a school like Nebraska, Paul Chris goes, because you can hire him today. 
Yeah, the only I think the only thing standing in the way is does the interim coach at Nebraska no chance. Mickey Joseph will not Mickey get the job. Mickey Joseph gets the job. Nope. You know, it, it, that, that's the only, you know, if he was to go, if he was to lose one more and that's it, you go, well, what are they going to do, you know? Because, you know, the, uh, um, Albert uh, made, uh, made a big deal about it when they won last week. Yeah. So you kind of go, well, they I, feel like, but, I mean, it, I feel it, like it, they're it's, willing to give Mickey Joseph seven games to see what he can do. It's it would Jim make Leonard this. is the defensive that, coordinator. He was going to be my next guest after yeah. uh, Laranega and yeah. Leland. He played college football at Wisconsin and played uh, as a safety ten seasons in the NFL. He's only thirty nine years old, which means nothing because. Paul Christ had literally spent 33 of his 50 right. years in Madison, Wisconsin, and right. they said, see you later. Yeah, he played for the Jets, the Broncos, and the Browns. You know, these coaches that are getting fired, though, I heard a stat today that – Stat of the day. Stat of the day. Stat of the day. I like that. Thanks. It's uh, the stat of the day. <laughs> Dan Patrick, we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. If you're listening, I, we, we won't do that segment again. No. Until next week. But $16 million dollar buyout, dropping the bucket. Mm-hmm. People are starting to complain about Jimbo. Do you know what his buyout is? It's in the 40s, isn't it? $95 million. Dollars. $95 million. 40 plus 40 <laughs> plus 15. Well, and the crazy buyout. Thing about, Whoa. Did you – the? I, I don't know. We might have been listening to the same thing. I heard that on ESPN. The crazy part about it is – is through 58 games, he has a worse record than Pat Sumlin did. It's Kevin. Kevin Sumlin. That's what I said, <laughs> Kevin Sumlin. You did. I th- actually, I thought – Pat Summit. He was, <laughs> was I thought you were thinking of Pat Summerall. <laughs> Pat, Pat Summerall was his I dad. I was thinking you were thinking about <laughs> Pat Sajak. Pat, Pat Summerall was, <laughs> Summerall was <laughs> Kevin Summerall's dad. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Pat Sajak. I don't think so. I don't know that. That's that's not how that works. Sumlin. And where did that guy go? Well, he went. He was at Houston. And he he sucked there. He was at Arizona for a a hot minute. He sucked there, too. Yeah, I don't know. I think he just sucked. Yeah, I think you're right. But um, Google time. So, I mean, if you're any coach that doesn't have an absurd buyout like if it's, below $20, uh, 20, $20, if it's below $20,000, $20,000. If it's below $20 million, you could be without a job today. See you later. He is the head coach and general manager for the Houston Gamblers of the USFL. Oh, that's right. Mm, that's exactly where he needs to be. <laughs> Out of the public eye because you were terrible. Yeah. Playing in Birmingham. Right. Hey. All the time. He had Johnny Mantel for one magical season, and they won seven games. Maybe eight. But they beat Alabama. For one time. That's the last time Texas A&M has probably ever beat Alabama. And that was when uh, Mike Evans was there, too. And, you know, me playing sure. on uh, playing through the uh, my coaching career on NCAA 2014, I just took over the Clemson job. They fired, they fired old Dabo, and they brought me in. <laughs> Dabo. And I'm the a- first game I have to play is Texas A&M. Johnny Manziel is a 99 on that game. I could not stop him from scoring. Couldn't stop him. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So, to touch on 
a topic we talked about last week. We talked about Dion last week. Yeah. And you you said today both his sons and he's got two daughters that all play athletics at, at Jackson State. And you said you you said you said you don't think he's going anywhere. And he may not, but there's lots of coaches, especially at the college level, when your kids get to college, like they go coach elsewhere and the kids stay at the school that they're at because yeah. they, because they like it. I think if if Dion goes anywhere, his sons probably transfer because they want to play for their dad. But like the daughter that plays volleyball, nah, she's probably just going to stay yeah. at Jackson State. Well, she'll either stay or she'll go. The, she'll be, will she stay or will she go? She'll be put on to a Division One volleyball team. The one that's playing at corner was at South Carolina and transferred to Jackson State, right, to be with Dion. Oh, well, yeah. okay, so she's good enough to play at South Carolina. No, corner. 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 That would be a boy. Yeah. His, We're talking I about you said, football. I thought you said she. I'm sorry. No. Now, there's two. Football. One's the quarter. Isn't there a corner in volleyball? <laughs> one's the there's quarterback. There's four corners, actually, on the court. <laughs> okay. Yeah. One, one's the quarterback, and the other one is the cornerback. Uh, does, um, does either one of them wear the number 21? Now, I saw one of them had the number two on. I didn't see the other one. I feel like one of them would have to have the number 20 now. But there's a lot of videos surfacing of Dion and these interviews and stuff like that. And he's like the one I saw today when I found out that his kids work there. Or, yeah, they work there. Technically, they do work there. uh, Went there is he doesn't need the money because he has it, he doesn't need the fame because he has it. It's more about his purpose and his service to the kids. I also kind of think it's it's ego driven too. I think it is but because because to be and, and and we've had this conversation numerous times to be at that level and even though it's not D one, that's still a high level. Yeah, you got to be ego driven. But he the comment that he made was after all of that he goes I don't need all that he said what I want to do is dominate here first. Which is what he's currently doing. Right. Right. <laughs> so, but that's the thing, right? I mean, if he goes through and b- obliterates the SWAC, the sh- that's the SWAC, right? Isn't yeah. that where they're at? What's the next step? It, you would, know? it would be go to Georgia Tech. Like, I, like it's going to be hard because even though he doesn't say he, he says he doesn't need the money, they come in there with a 10 year, $100 million deal. With a with a buyout like Jimbo Fisher yeah. has, it's like listen, we can't. We're so committed to you. We're going to give you a ninety five million dollar buyout. Yeah. Where if we fire you, you're getting ninety five million dollars. I think the only reason he would stay, <clears throat> and I heard in an interview the other day, he was talking about how he not only coaches, but he's basically being a dad to a lot of these guys. Uh, and uh, and yeah. and he 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 didn't just speak about just the the players because I mean Mark Stoops does the same thing any coach for that matter in in college football he's their second dad you know for the most part sometimes you know, he's, take, he's their first like he, sometimes uh, they're their first well dad. and that's what he said he said S- I got about half of these players where I'm just like you know I know that I just can let them go I don't have to get after them if I I, I will punish them in certain ways you know I can I make them run if I because they know oh I did something wrong. But then he said, I've got half these guys that I'm their father and they are fathers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he said, and he said, you know, it, that's a whole different aspect. He's got I gotta kids treat those kids. guys. Right. I gotta treat I think those guys the same video. a lot differently. You know, I, I I got I know they're already going through a lot. And so I need to tell them, 
look, you can't play if you're not doing this, this, and this, right. and not punish them in a in, in the way he's doing, yeah. you know, the other ones. And but, he's going to do side, that a lot to, more. Has to teach him how to be a dad, right? Well, and, but he's going to do that a lot more at Jackson State, I think, than he will at Georgia Tech. So does he does he revel? Maybe he in that? might have more fathers on his Jackson State roster. His reach and the type of kids that being in Atlanta, I think his purpose, and and he's very very much purpose driven. I think his purpose is greater than Jackson State. Well, and you know, case in point, how many retired Hall of Fame players are coaching Division One football? No, one. Who's that? The, him or D two, whatever. Well, I mean. Eddie Eddie George is at Tennessee State. Oh, That's I forget right. I forget about Eddie Eddie George. Yeah, yeah. So those guys have just I mean they've got a love for the game. That's the, to do what they're doing. They're trying to give back. Yes, to it, to a game that gave them everything. Where right. they could just as easily be on NFL primetime. I mean, Dion left the else. studio. Yeah. yeah. So Wisconsin is open. It is. Georgia Tech, they fired Colorado. They're, that program's in a lot of trouble. Colorado State is also going to be open, but Pat McAfee said the other day on a college game day, he's like, they don't even really play football there. <laughs> right. I was like, that's, that's bad. And, and, but, but, but all the guys were like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Auburn is headed, headed that path. I, I mean – this is the new age of college football. I think there Louisville could be will also be open. spots oh, open yeah. or more by the end of the season. Well, and I think there's going to be some big spots. Auburn's going to be open. If Auburn opens, is Auburn bigger than Wisconsin? Oh, yes. I think so, too. Because it's SEC. Um, the Auburn job. The problem with Auburn is is they're boosters. Right. If they're it, not all in on the coach, then it's never going to be successful. So, Adam brought this up the other day. I think Auburn could be a intriguing spot for a Mark Stoops. Um, it just depends on if he would take it or not. Right. It depends on if the boosters are all in on him. If the boosters are all in on that hire, I think Mark Stoops could be pretty intriguing at Auburn. Yeah. I don't know that he takes it, but I think it would be enough to pique his interest. One of the things that we talked about when we talked about this the other day was Mark Stoops has had 10 years at Kentucky mm-hmm. to get him to the point that he is now. He's not getting that anywhere else. He's not. Mm-mm. He's he's not getting that at a place like Auburn or a place like Wisconsin because they have the – I mean, look, Wisconsin just fired a dude that wins seven out of ten games. Right. Okay? So they're not giving – they're not giving somebody ten years to fix that. Nope. The game on Saturday that Kentucky lost, there's a lot of blame that goes a lot mm-hmm. of different directions. As a team, they did not play well. Special teams sucked. Will Levis made some key errors down the stretch. But like I told, the the point I made was, I don't think Stoops gets a bigger job than Kentucky right now until he starts winning games like that. I would agree. He has to win those games. But here's the thing. Does he want to do that because we just named, we just named that you know, special teams had problems, and Will Levis did some things and whatnot. Did Mark Stoops get any heat? None. Not one bit. It's right. stress-free. 
But he would if that was Auburn. Absolutely. So does he want that? Because that's what I told him. Right. I was like, as Kentucky fans, we blamed Will Levis, the punter, the kick return guy. Right. Nobody. Mark Stoops called no yeah. flack. Not no flack. But if he's at Wisconsin or if he's at Auburn, he gets all the flack. Oh, no, no doubt. Let me ask you this question. And it just is Lane Kiffin intrigued at all by the Auburn job? Being that he would play I mean, they're both Saban in the West. every year. Well, he does now anyway at Ole Miss. Yeah, they're in the West. That's true. Is Auburn a better job than Ole Miss? I tend to think yes. So would Lane Kiffin be intrigued? I mean, I, I, I agree with you because the, the only time. The reason being is because the fans. The only time. Because, I mean, Kiffin came out and said – the other day, that the last three or four minutes of the game was the best the fans have been all year long. Did I send the clip earlier of the starting of a game at Auburn? I don't know that I had seen that one. I mean, we've we've passed around the Virginia Tech opening and all that good jazz and uh, Clemson's up. Have you seen the Auburn opening? I, I don't think so. So, I've got to find it. it, it, it it's... How many, it's something they have to be eighty plus thousand fans there, right? I'd say it's probably a hundred. Yeah. So, but yes, the fans alone make Auburn more appealing. And I think, like, if you're Auburn and you could get a guy like Lane Kiffin, because I think, and we've talked about Lane Kiffin on this show, I think Lane Kiffin is different now than he was at Tennessee 100%. than he was at USC. Lane Kiffin gives you, like. Look, I like Lane Kiffin. He, I know he's a weird cat. He he but he's a good coach. He immediately makes Auburn look legitimate. He does, and you know what he has done? He's beat Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. He's one of the few disciples that's actually beat Nick Saban. Right. Well, talk about another uh, Saban disciple that could be in trouble is Mel Tucker at Michigan State. Yeah, but I mean his buyout is stupid high too. See, what we're finding out now is these is these colleges, and I understand the buyout shows that you're committed to the coach. Yeah. But it also hamstrings you because if Jimbo continues being mediocre, seven and five, which to pay him the money they paid him, they want more than seven and five. Yeah. They want to beat Alabama and they want to win they want to be in the SEC championship game and in the in the playoffs. And they're not going to be because right now they're the second they're the third at best they're the third best team in the SEC. They're behind Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. Every year. And they lost to Arkansas and Arkansas is getting better. Yeah, Sam Pittman's uh, the, the he's Now the question, you know, we'll see what they do after uh KJ uh leaves this year. Yeah. If he can refuel the tank. But Yes. But so colleges are putting themselves in this situation where when they're trying to and, and they're letting these coaches work out these enormous buyouts and then the, the coach underperforms and they can't do anything. Like Jimbo Fisher is not going anywhere unless he leaves. I mean, LSU paid Coach O $17 million. They just gave Chris $16 million. We're talking about almost a hundred. Million dollars. Now, when does that go down? Does it, I mean, does anybody know? I mean, because it obviously can't stay a hundred million. The duration. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't elaborate on that. Um, but I think that's that's part of the problem. And I mean, but the best thing we could do is somebody else come in and offer Jimbo a job. And and at this point, who would do that? Yeah, good point. Because 
Jimbo Fisher is one Jameis Winston season away from being a mediocre football coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for that year that Jameis stole crabs at uh, the grocery store in Florida, nobody's even talking about Florida State. Yeah. I mean, nobody's talking about Jimbo Fisher. Well, so last week, we this is one of the other things. I, you know, there's a couple other topics on here, but they're not really that big a deal. Um, while we're on a good rhythm with college football right now, because it seems to be like I just to be honest with you, the NFL season is gross right now. Well, I told you earlier, there's 30 NFL teams. Yeah, it's 32. 30, right? 32 NFL teams. 32. Almost half of them are two and two. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are the highest scoring team in the NFL. They also give up the most points. Yep. Yeah. And they're one and three. The entire NFC West is two and two. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and they were supposed to be the worst division in football. And, and it's like when we were reading off the list of games to, to pick. We got sick, physically sick, talking <laughs> about every game. We did. It's like, we that's did. gross. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Ugh. I don't even want to, ugh. Like, yeah. I don't even want to watch football on Sunday. That's how bad the games are. I, gener- I haven't been here lately. I've just, because Sleeper does such a good job of updating your, your scores and stuff. I generally I don't go. watch games. I told you last week. I watched I watched NFL Network and they just they just show plays of you know, if it gets into the it's basically red zone just for free on NFL Network. Yeah. yeah. So, where I was going to go, Kansas played Iowa State which which you referred to it as the the the, the battle for the uh Nebraska head coach. And then Paul Chris was like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know, Matt Campbell gets a lot of love. He's been there seven or eight years now, and he's a seven or eight win guy, but he doesn't win big games. I've seen them lose many games just exactly the way they did the other day, and they missed three or at least three field goals. But he's at two of them off of the upright. Now, I know that's not the coach. But, but he's at Iowa State. But he's can getting he, can he get he's oh. all the love? Like he's getting all of the love of right. going. He's the next big thing to go to Nebraska or well. And you, you know, know we talked about Lane Kiffin, and the big knock on Lane Kiffin was he keeps getting these jobs. But what has he done? Matt Campbell is a seven win football coach at Iowa State. Like. Does that mean that you need to jump? Does that give you the right to jump to a bigger I mean, program? My, that puts Matt Campbell into a Mark Sto- and Mark Stoops and a coaches like that into a group. Well, because they're all the same. It's funny that you said that, and you're like Matt Campbell continues to get all this love, but he can't win the big game. And it sounds like Mark Stoops that lost to Kansas. They're blaming the kicker and they're blaming this and that, but the coach isn't taking any of the blame for that. True. So he has a career coaching record, twelve years. 80 wins, 51 losses, a 6-11 win percentage, um, eight bowl games. He's 4-4. Four and four. And oh. he, he uh, was at Toledo for one, two, three, four, five years. And then he's been at Iowa State since 2016. He was 3-9, and 8-5, 8-5, 7-6, 9-3, 7-6, and currently 3-2. and two. Probably because Iowa State was in the same predicament that Kentucky was in. They were they weren't a good football team, and now you've got a coach that comes in there and be like, "Oh, we're good with going to bowls." 
You know a coach that gets a lot of love that I can't figure out in the college game? P.J. Fleck at Minnesota. That dude gets all kinds of love. Yeah. And I'm not sure why. Because he won at a small college. True. And he's a little quirky. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's not done at Minnesota what they anticipated him doing. I guess my point with Matt Campbell is, is he really a solution for Nebraska? Because they fired coaches with, with better records than this. Well, so let me ask you this question. And we already know they're going to give him, what, five years tops? And, I mean, Frost got five years. Are we, are we getting to a point now where we see coaches like Mark Stoops, like Lance Leopold, like Matt Campbell, who have fa- finally got a shot at the big time? I mean, because they're power five schools. Yeah. And it's like, I got a good thing here. Why, you know, you just mentioned a minute ago, there's no pressure. He no just pressure. lost potentially – the biggest game he coached in, seven versus thirteen at uh, at Ole Miss, lost it, and nobody's blaming Mark Stoops. Right. Well, Chris, and and Chris he still Peterson, wasn't he wasn't he wasn't he the coach at Boise State? Boise State, and then went to then went to Washington, and he's not there no more. Right, because he he pushed off big jobs for several years. Mark Few, same thing with with Gonzaga basketball. He's had a million job offers to go somewhere else. But he knows, like, if I go anywhere else, it's gonna be. I gotta start all over. Yep. Here I'm gonna win my conference. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be nationally ranked. I can bring in some NBA players to that point. To this point, Nebraska or Nebraska Gonzaga is a top ten perennial team. Well, yeah. so Mark Stoops, even with the loss to Ole Miss, if the Tennessee and Georgia game don't go our way, at worst he's gonna end the season at nine and three. Probably, yeah. I mean, you know, all the rest of the teams that I he mean, plays are worst other than case Missouri, scenario. And is, you got to play in Missouri. So is that, eight and four? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, so worst case scenario, he's an that's an eight win football team. Right. There's not a single. We'll conf- be disappointed with an eight and four season this we year. We will be, and and you and you'll hear some grumblings like, oh man, we had, but his seat's not going to get hot. No. No, because because we're going to go to and a ball I, game that's probably winnable. I yeah. wish Adam was here for this because when. When if we go eight and four, let's just say we win our bowl game. When Will Levis is picked number one in the NFL draft, you're gonna get even if he's picked in the top ten. I'm saying he's going number one. Um, you can write that down, anybody. Um, when he gets picked in the top ten or number one or whatever, you're gonna get a transfer portal guy that's gonna come into Kentucky and be like. Yeah, I've got this young uh, wide receiver core. They've got more four stars coming in next year that are on the offense. There's because, no reason why you know it's just a continuous. Well, this Will Levis, regardless of the rest of his season, okay, Will Levis is going to fall right into the Josh Allen, the Benny Snell category of we develop players here. Right. Yeah, like you weren't getting you weren't getting a chance at Penn State. Come here, you're going to have a legitimate chance to win the starting job. Oh, you want it? Here, we're going to develop you into a better quarterback. And well, the OC for Kentucky came to Kentucky he, because of Will he Levis. came to Kentucky because of Will Levis. Because he saw him playing on TV mm-hmm. last year, and he's like, who's this guy? He needs to – like, he's NFL ready. 
right now. He's yeah. just watching him on TV. And he's he has committed himself to at least three years because Mark Stoops said, you know, I understand why you would want to come in here, maybe do a, uh, a Liam Cohen, leave after a year, become an OC, you know, uh, somewhere else to where you could lead into a, a in, at the NFL level. That way you could lead into being a head coach at the NFL. But he said, I can't have that. I need you to at least be here three years so we can develop, you know, at least two quarterbacks to where we've got something going down the line. And he's like, absolutely, that's what I want to do. Liam Cohen would have never left if it wasn't the Rams OC job. Agreed. Agreed. But, and uh, and but then all, looking at it now, it might have been a mistake. But all, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the Rams are not looking very good no. for our Super Bowl I was going to say, the Rams on offense aren't looking yeah. very good. I, but I, I mean, thought maybe around week eight we would go back and kind of revisit our picks <laughs> and see where we're at on that. Right now the Rams don't look very good, that's for sure. But, I mean, all, all saying all of that just shows you why Mark Stoops or someone like that, like a Matt Campbell, might not leave where they're at. You know, they're just like, I, you know, I don't have fans breathing down my neck. If we bring in new guys, they're going to be like, you know, they're going to be like, oh, you've got, you've got this great quarterback. Let's just say the freshman took over in, in Clemson. DJ Ukulele ends up here. They'd be like, well, that's a dude that can throw the ball. We, we're going to be, play. yeah, we 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 can be excited for the next year, and everything just keeps on rolling. I mean, at what point? How many six and six seasons would Kentucky have to put together in a row for Mark Stoops' seat to even get warm? I think it would require a, a few losing seasons. To be honest, with I mean, you. I think if we keep going to the bowls and we. Go six and six, and we go to a bowl game and we win it, and and we're seven, eight, nine years in a row that we've won a bowl game. Ain't no way in the world they're gonna fire him. I'll say this, and I'll continue to say it: there's no reason why Kentucky should not be South Carolina when uh, Steve Spurrier was there. Every fourth year, you go to SEC championship, and we're on the verge of doing that now. The other three years, they might step back to nine and three. Eight and four, but then on that fourth year, because you've developed guys as he's good at doing, you're pushing for that SEC championship. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to do that with Georgia, which I think is what makes guys like Paul Chris, uh, Matt Rule, who looks like he's lost the locker room in Carolina. Uh, I know the general manager came out and said that you know he's in full support. Uh, which is usually the kiss of death. Right. He he gets fired after this game. You think this week he gets fired? They play San Francisco. Did you just see what San Francisco did la- uh, last night to the I Rams? Told, I told both of you all that I went into the game last night down 15 points. Yeah. I woke up this morning, had one by seven. Right. Because San Francisco's defense is gross. It's gross. And they go to Carolina this week, and Baker Mayfield has got to be like – I think I'm going to ride the uh, cart off like DK and go use the bathroom and not come back. Baker's trash. I told you all this. Yep. On the on yep. the prediction that he's trash. Yep. And he's trash. Yeah. I mean, like he. Ha- I, I'm I'm really disappointed. Coming to Carolina, he basically has proven he's going to be an actor in about a year and a half. Yep. Because there's not going to be an NFL job for him. He should have never he's, give up his commercial. He's not gig. good enough to be a backup quarterback. We'll give right props where where we'll give due where it's where it's 
needed Adam. We all thought he'll do good, and then he'll go on to Seattle and, and be their quarterback. He's not going anywhere. It's not uh, Gino. Gino has lit that fire up in re- there. I he, refuse to. I was uh, going to say I will not yeah. say that. He um he might be there Drew for Locke. another. He might be there. <laughs> Listen, neither. There's a reason he beat Drew Locke out because Drew ne- Locke is apparently terrible. Neither one of those dudes are going to be the starting quarterback in Seattle next year. I well, think he'll. I if think Gino Seattle will start. Quit losing. They ain't gonna. They're gonna wind up with a Will Levis at, at like ten or eleven. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So talk about Drew Locke. Have you all seen it? It's floating around uh, recently that Missouri, when he was at Missouri, played Texas in the, like the Texas Bowl or something, and he lit him up in the first half and was getting all cocky and he was doing dances and stuff on the sideline or in during the game, and Texas comes back and wins. And like every single person, plumb down to the coach, is mocking him. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> no, I That's that. what makes sports that. fantastic. Yeah. I am fascinated, and I know we've said this a lot. I'm fascinated by the coaching carousel. Yeah, it's one of the more fascinating things in sports. Well, I can tell you right now, we're not going to stop talking college football anytime soon. Well, no, because next week it's just going to be talking us talking about who lost their job this week. Right? I know. And and the at the any day now season of college football is going to be phenomenal. Uh, any any day now, Brian Harson at Auburn is going to lose his job. That's true. Any day now, Scott Satterfield at Louisville is going to lose his job after this game. So you think Matt Rule and Scott Satterfield both get fired this week? Yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean. Scott Satterfield would have already been fired if they lost that game to uh, South Florida. When South Florida had him beat. You're right. He would have already lost his job. You're right. I don't know how he's kept it this long. Malik Cunningham is not that good. They keep trying to make him out like he's the second coming of Lamar Jackson. You're not. (laughs) You're not. And, I mean, Adam talked him up a, a thousand times over Will Levis. And JT Daniels. Yeah. Spencer Radler. Yeah. Um, Stetson Bennett. Yeah. I mean, I don't see a quarterback better than Will Levis in the SEC. I'm not going to say that. Bryce Young is yeah, o- Bryce, Bryce Young has just been okay this year. But he also won the Heisman last year, and he was better. I understand that, but I'm talking about this year. year. I understand last year was what it was, but this year, I mean, look, and Adam would be like, you've got to be kidding me, you know? Hendon Hooker was my dark horse to win the Heisman. At this point, 46 minutes into the show, Adam just drove off the road (laughs) with a massive coronary. I will back up. Hendon Hooker has been better, just stat-wise. Stand and the guy, the and the guy from Mississippi State has been pretty darn good too. Yeah, um, but other than that, Will has played well. I would not like he's he's going to have to turn around a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know he's still going to get drafted in the NFL draft in the first round because they draft on potential. They do a lot of that stuff. You know, they'll. It doesn't matter what he stuff. does well, the rest I mean, of the year. The comparisons that he gets from. A lot of NFL. I mean, you got Mel Kiper, you got Todd McShay, you got you know anonymous NFL scouts. <laughs> they compare him to Josh Allen, and he gets compared to Matt Stafford. That one kind of shocked me. Josh Allen? No, 
Matt Stafford. Yes. Okay. I was going to get one of them two right because that's the only two I said. <laughs> right. Um, I think it's just the big – he's got a big frame, and it's the big arm. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think that's what it is. I mean – He's our, not inaccurate down the field. They just don't throw the ball down the field. Our current, yeah. our current OC, who and I knew when Benny come back that he was going to change the whole dang game plan. Start or not, Benny shoot, uh, Chris Roger Rodriguez, yeah. but that they'd start just shoving he, the he, the ball to him. Yeah, but I mean, when you're getting five and six yards a rush, like they're going to keep giving him the ball. Yeah, I know, but <clears throat> you can't, you can't. Downgrade Will because of that because you knew the game plan was going to change the minute that he came back. So, but uh, and what's our OC's last name? Um, Scangarello. Scangarello. So Scangarello comes from the NFL. Sounds game. like a wrestling name. It does. It sounds like he's in the mafia. Um, Scangarello is better than Mad Cat Moss for sure. Mm. Scangarello. I don't know. I see. I would throw Scangarello in with Butch. Like that's how bad of a name it is. Uh, but he worked with 49ers. I mean, he's he's evaluated NFL yeah. uh talent and he said that when he, and it was it was the the lead article front page article on espn.com. He said when he watched Kentucky versus LSU last year and he was like who's this quarterback? He said I saw a lot of a lot, a lot of Josh Allen. Yeah. He said the things that Josh Allen didn't do well coming out of college Will Levis doesn't do well right now. Right. But he said the mechanics are there, the arms there, the accuracy's there. He said and and like it or not, Will Levis is going to be definitely a first round draft pick. Yeah. I tend to think he's going to be top 10, top 15. I'm I agree with you. The one thing if they were going to run Rodriguez they should have run him more. They gave it to him 17 times. They had 33 rushes or something like that. They should have had Chris Rodriguez run eight more times instead of just 17 of those, so almost just just over half. You've got to think, though, unless Mississippi uh, Ole Miss gave them troubles down the field, you've got to think now that C-Rod is back and they've got a plan for him, that it should open up some of those guys down the field. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. No, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Do we want to? <clears throat> do you want to do your uh, rankings this week? I th- hold on. I would like to talk about that one topic that we talked about with Garoppolo. Garoppolo, you mean? Garoppolo. Okay. Before we, I mean, because I think we can do that, and it's not going to take a lengthy amount of time. But okay. I would like to hear Wes's. So, Garoppolo gets a lot of hate. Yes, he does. Plumb down to my uh, principal at school said that he said I didn't say it. Watch the game, but this morning I read the I read the recap, and you heard about San Francisco's defense. They talked about Debo Samuel. They, but he said you would have thought they played without a quarterback last night. Because there was no mention of Garoppolo at all. So my question is, what has this dude done to deserve the hate that he gets? Nothing. You know who what Garoppolo's doing right now? Making $350,000 every time they win. That's true. He's doing exactly what Will Levis is doing at UK. He's a game manager. 
If he needs to throw for 300-plus yards, he can throw for 300-plus yards. But they, you know, they handed it off to Jeff Wilson. He puts them in positions to win. Well, so period. We had we had said all he's done in San Francisco is take them to the Super Bowl and the NFC Championship game. Correct. Neither place they should have ever been, and they don't get there if he's not their quarterback. That's coming and from they had the Super Bowl one. Yes, until the fourth quarter, and they had the NFC Championship game won last year. And their coach the got them beat both times. Correct. Correct. Who, you want to talk about a guy that has a job? Why does Kyle Shanahan still have jobs? The, well, because I mean, he wins every game other than the big ones. Yeah, which is the argument you just made about Matt Campbell. I guess he's just waiting. <laughs> they're just they're just hoping that he gets over that hump at some point, and they'll be like, "Well, but, okay, now so, now you can start rolling down." So here. that's all Jimmy Garoppolo has done. Because you can put the G in place of the J, and it's still Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. That's right. That's all Jimmy Garoppolo's done. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. Right. That's but he continues to get hate, and I'm not sure why. The fans see what Josh Allen does. What at this point Tom Brady does. What you know. What these. What Patrick Mahomes does. They see that. Sp- spectacular play and they're like we want that we want that in in San Francisco and it doesn't matter if you're winning I mean Trent Dilfer Brad, Brad Johnson, Johnson Joe Flacco Joe Flacco they they all were game managers they played when they needed to play and they won Super Bowls I would argue Ben Roethlisberger is the same way Fans need to shut the hell up is what they need to do Dang <laughs> he has spoken Let, So hey look Trey Lance they wouldn't be what they are now if Trey Lance was playing quarterback. No. They, they... Well, we talked about it. When Trey Lance got hurt and Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, the team changed. Yeah. They looked like – they were like, Jimmy's here. It's Finally. Fine. Like, Finally. it's Jimmy. Like, they were, they were suffering through Our Trey leader Lance. is here. Our leader is here. Yeah. Well, we trust this guy. Right. I mean – it's it's pretty. I mean, look, the game plan for Shanahan wouldn't change if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. They're going to run the ball. That's who Kyle Shanahan is. We're yeah. going to get Debo the ball. We're going to run it with Jeff Wilson or whoever our running back of the day is, and that's my offensive game plan. I mean, he plan. had a lot of receiving yards last last night, which is odd because most of the time it's sixty and sixty or eighty and eighty. But, I mean, he didn't have very many rushing yards at all last night, but he had a lot of receiving yards, most of those after the catch. But Because he's cheetah. But you know how you get a 67-yard touchdown? When the pass is put on the dot right. that you don't have to stop and come back wait, and get wait, the wait, ball. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what you do? You throw a screen pass and you let your dude work. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Screen passes have a place – Every Sunday in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Tom I mean, Brady has made a living on screen passes. That's right. One, one of the guys in my on my fantasy roster the other day, I don't remember who it was, had three catches for negative three yards. How do you do that? That's three minus one yard catches <laughs> behind the line of scrimmage. You know, and I was like do you know and be- those are not good screen passes? And before I talk about the next, the next, the second half of this, you know what drives me up a wall? And if I saw it once Sunday, I saw it at least five times. If it is third and anything, 
and you're in a passing situation, why the heck you don't call a play that gets you close to the first down marker, I will never know. It's third and 15, and we throw a four-yard screen pass? If it's third and 15, there's no reason why you don't throw it 10 yards down the field because that's open. They're going to play zone defense. That's wide open. Or even worse when it's fourth and seven and you, you know, throw a pass, the the tight end breaks out and you dump it off to him. That's true. And he's got to go get six yards. Throw it to the first down marker. Like – Give your dudes a chance, man. Well, but it's in the this day and age where they're using so much analytics, uh, where they're saying, okay, if we can get close, we're we're fourth and four, fourth and three, fourth and two. Oh, we can go for this because sixty four percent of the yeah. time we can we'll we'll make this fourth for, down. You know, like sixty percent of the time it works every time. What sex panther cologne? <laughs> That's what they. As soon as it's fourth down and four, they're like. Break out the Sex Panther playbook. <laughs> yeah. It's 60% right. Billy Bean has screwed all of sports and his analytical yes. money ball stuff. Let's get – listen, if if my dudes are better than your dudes, I don't care what the analytics say. I'm going to do what wins. Nick Saban. Nick Saban never, hardly ever, changes his game plan. You know what Nick Saban's going to do. You know what Nick Saban tells you? Stop me. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Stop me. 100%. Because I don't think you can. And if we got back to more of that, I think the NFL is the best production product in all of sports. It's great. I love the NFL. Yeah. It would be so much better if we got back to that. Anyway, I digress. Second thing of my topic. I wanted So, let's talk about this Dallas quarterback situation. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Oh, oh what a rush. The new Red Rifle. He is 3 and 0. He is 3 and 0. Dallas looks like they're having fun. I I have to commend the TikTok that Sean sent me this uh, this afternoon cuz he only sent it to me cuz he was like you will the, you're, you're the only one that'll get this. There's the scene from Star Wars where Anakin is turning Sith and Obi-Wan um says you're speaking in absolutes. Only a Sith talks about that, and it's Cooper Rush as the as Anakin. Okay, and Dak is the good guy, is the Jedi, and and, and he's just like, well, I'm gonna have to teach you a lesson type, you know, type deal. You know, it it was it was perfect because Cooper Rush has come out with you know with a three and record and is like, I taken over. Yeah. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. Well, the reason I put this on the paper was I was listening to one of the shows on the way home, and they were basically saying, does Cooper Rush have to lose this game to the Rams in order for the silence to be kind of played down a little bit? Because Dak is going to lose ball games at some point. You know, he's not going to go undefeated the rest of his career. And they're looking at this going, well, Cooper's not not losing. Well, there's something else. They're running the ball 28 times a game with Cooper Rush at quarterback. It's true. And they don't do that with Dak. It's a completely different ball game plan. True. So, so you know who's not going to be happy when Dak Prescott comes back? 
who they say could come back this week against the Rams? It's not going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen he either. He can't grip the ball. But, right. that's, but that's what they're saying. Yeah. He's going to come back eventually. You know who's not going to be happy about that? Zeke and Tony. Yeah. And that's what it's going to take. You're going to get guys that are like, no, 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 no. He's not coming. Like, no. This is working. Yeah, and Zeke makes enough money to to make him make it matter. Yeah, like, no, no, no. This is working. We're going to keep going this way. I'm sorry that you made a poor choice in giving Dak all that money. Sorry. Zeke may, means enough to Jerry Jones uh, to where he, he could go up and tell Jerry, uh, you, you switch this quarterback, we're all just going to shut down. Yeah. You will lose the team. Yeah. Because they are tired of being mediocre. Well, and I don't think there's any reason why they can't switch back to Dak. But they need to maintain the game plan that's working for them. But I don't think Dak's going to go for that. I think Dak wants to be the dude. Is Dak better than Cooper Rush? I mean, yes. Are we sure? Are we sure about that? I mean, what has Dak done? Get hurt so he gets hurt a lot. I was gonna say, he gets hurt Bingo. a lot. Bingo. Really good at getting hurt. Spends a lot of time on the hour. I are, mean are you seriously sitting here considering the fact that Cooper Rush is better than Dak Prescott? I mean, you know, odder things have happened. But, well, okay. They made Let the me. comparison today the the last time that a big money quarterback got hurt and a a young guy came in behind him. They were talking about Tom Brady Bledsoe and uh yeah. and Tom Brady. Yeah. So, Here's the thing. I won't say that Dak or that Cooper Rush, oh, what a rush, <laughs> is better than Dak. I will say that he might be a better fit what they're currently doing in Dallas than Dak is. If they, during starting lineups, start doing that. Oh, what a rush. You might have a hard time taking him out of his spot. <laughs> so, so, hence the question that was on the show today. For the Cowboys, does Rush have to go out against the Rams and throw three picks and get hosed for them to realize that Dak is the quarterback for this team? I think that's – I mean, if, if he – Because if he goes out and beats the Rams this weekend, then you're in real oh, trouble. But it's it, it's going to happen. The Rams are not good right now. There's a lot of – well, we just talked about it. There's a lot of bad football teams in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, the Rams are bad. The Bucks are bad. The Vikings at three and one are bad. The Packers at three and one are bad. Um, the Bills at three and one aren't that great. I mean, they do have some people hurt on their offense, but the Bills should be two and two. The Ravens have blown leads the last two. And runs. here, and here, we talked about Patrick Mahomes not doing. Uh, you know, he's lost his pieces. Oh, no, he hasn't. Whatever. And and, and and we just said super cheap. Wait a minute. He Up, may dark, have, down, down, X, Y, X, Y. My, minus makes a plus. Yeah. I mean, he's made Juju Smith-Schuster look relevant again. Yeah. Listen, he made – I watched till I turned the game off. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And it – I mean, our offense at, for Tampa finally finally woke up. But, I mean, when you can't stop a nosebleed, um, the, the changing point of that game was when they fumbled the opening kickoff. The game was over at that point. But I watched Patrick Mahomes at least five different times Sunday – just make throws that you're like nobody else would have even attempted that throw. Right. Yeah. They're going to get rid of it, throw it out of bounds. No, this dude's trying to make a play, and he makes the play. He's Brett Favre, but he's more accurate. Right. He's an 
He's a gunslinger. There's, I mean, he will throw not, it into windows. You're like, no way, and he, and he completes the pass. And you know something but I've noticed about him? But he's more accurate. And, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has had a pretty good season. Yep. They got that Pacheco, who's had a pretty good start to, to his career. Yeah. He's not having to run as much. True. Patrick Mahomes isn't running all over the field like he used to. And and I know that I told you this. His offensive line's playing well. Yeah. Well, the offensive line they thought they were going to have last year is finally playing better. But I told you after they lost to Tampa in the Super Bowl, we had to find the how how Patrick Mahomes adapted. Okay, we've kind of figured this version of Patrick Mahomes out. What wrench are you going to throw? What wrinkle are you are you going to come up with to be different? He's a pocket passer now. Yeah. Now well, he can get out and run. The he crazy can. part about what I didn't, what I saw of that game the other night, what I did not like about it, the entire time they kept talking about in the Super Bowl that he was hurt, blah blah blah, this and that. Look, we all watched that Super Bowl. He got it wouldn't have mattered if he'd had six legs. He got dominated. Yeah, that that the game was Kansas over City Chiefs got dominated. Quick. Yep. Yeah. So, but anyways, so I just want to talk about those two things. I yeah. think they're very one. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hate for no reason. Like, no reason. Like he's like the redheaded stepchild that nobody wants, but until they need him, and they're like, "We need this guy." I hope wherever his next landing spot is, people appreciate him because yeah. I tell you what: if if he wants to come down to Tampa and be our quarterback, I'd be completely fine with a Garoppolo jersey. Yeah. I'll get a Garoppolo number ten. I don't care. <laughs> right. Um. And then I think this situation between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott is fascinating. Oh yeah, it'll come and, back up. And if it will, but I really don't think it's that big a deal. I don't know. I if, think the minute that Dak can throw the ball, he'll be back. And but if let's say let's say it's two more weeks, okay? Let's say that Cooper Rush has won both those games. One of those games is over the defending Super Bowl champions. His job as a backup quarterback is to, to get them through the, the injury. You know, we talk about wacky fan bases all the time. Oh, I know. And we talk about to, the worst thing that ever happened to Tony Romo was he was named the starter of the Dallas Cowboys. He was the most beloved player in the NFL as the backup quarterback. Yeah. You have heard multiple people say the most beloved person in football is Dallas's backup quarterback. They love that guy. I'm just saying, I'm going to put it out there, is if Cooper Rush is 5-0, and 4-1, whenever, whenever Dak comes back. Because you're right, Dak's going to get his starting job back. And Dak struggles. Or the offense goes back to the way it was. That wacky Dallas fan base is going to start turning. And the first I don't person, disagree with that. The first person that's going to – That's why I think it's important that Cooper Rush not only loses a game but probably gets plastered. In one of these games and, before Dak comes back, and you're and you're and you're probably, yeah. but if he doesn't, yeah, I mean, even if they go out and lose to LA 23-21 on a last second field goal, that's not making Cooper look bad, right? <laughs> so, right. if they're competitive or win the next two or three games until Dak comes back, I'm telling you, then and then the first casualty is going to happen because it was going to happen anyway. Mike McCarthy's going to get fired, yeah, but well, that was going to happen anyway. That's where I was getting ready to go. Is that Okay, what if Cooper Rush does win the next two and they do go 5-0 and under him? I mean, it's probably not his say. It's Jerry's say. But then again, if he was to say, uh, I kind of like it here. I want to keep my job. <laughs> hey, uh, Cooper, you're still the quarterback. Right. I, I, 
I just think it's going to be a fascinating and, – and you're right. The easiest way for this to go is the next two weeks, Cooper Rush just get crushed. Oh, I mean, uh, that would be easy. And then and it's like – Everything we say just goes straight out the window. Right, because then you're like, oh, look, Dax. Yeah, because then it becomes, well, they got through the injury 500, which is what they wanted. That's just, Which is best-case scenario. Sure. So, I just think it's something to pay attention. This week especially, if Dallas wins this week or it's relatively close – I say Dallas wins this week. I think that I mean, LA's bad right now. Yeah. And Dallas is full of confidence. Can we make? Can we, where's it at? I think it's at LA. Mm-hmm. Can we so. can we make our underdog picks NFL teams? <laughs> I'll go ahead and make mine right now. <laughs> All right, so we're running long. So um, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Just focus on the top spot on the uh, on the list, and, and that's it's really pretty all boring. That it's pretty boring. Spencer's at number one. What? <laughs> you are fired. There is no way in the world that Spencer could be number one. Even no, Spencer we've had to move Sean to number one. And why was that? That's because Spencer underachieved this week. Under the biggest blowout of the week. Was me beating the reigning, defending number one spot. Undisputed. You missed your chance. Sean's at number one. Spencer drops to number two. I still don't put him over. I still don't put him over Jared, and Jared is undefeated too. But Jared's team is overachieving. But they're still pretty good. So, I mean, Sean, Spencer, Jared. Jeff is number four. Uh, It kills me. But Trey moves to number five. We'll see how long that lasts. In- injuries are, are hurting Darren right now. Darren moves to he number six. He doesn't have a lot of depth at quarterback. He may have to move old Kenny Pickett up. I've dropped to number seven. Rightfully so. I still like my team. Jesse being an Adam does move. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. So, so would Jared be the most – Overperforming team, no doubt. And Adam is obviously the most underperforming team, no doubt. He talked about it today. He's not. He's just not scoring points. And I'm not. And I'm at one and four. One and four. One and three. One and three. And people would go, "Oh, you're you're underachieving too." No, 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 no. I was the most uh, efficient. Manager this week, <laughs> I scored the fourth you had, most points. I had a hundred and eighty nine points this you, week. You had the most and I'm points. Still loss, losing. Yeah, yeah. That was. I, that's why I like sleeper. They do that weekly report. You had the most points in a loss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's. Thank you, T.J. Hawkinson. Right, it's getting old. What did he drop? Forty five on 45. you. Forty five. Yeah. Yeah, you you definitely want Swift back because I mean, if Swift was was playing this week, Hawkinson's not getting. 45. Talk about let's talk about underdogs real quick. The man to my left, going into the playoffs of the NASCAR, is pulling an underdog uh, winning status. Just about. Uh, he started off the playoffs last. Last. Um, I think I was 17. You've moved to 10th, and this guy has not scored under. Where'd it go? Neil, where'd you go? Did, uh, did this run start he, when you were on the show? He, talking he's about not how scored bad? under 25 points. I mean, 25 points, and he's had 38, 39, 38, and 44. 
I mean, it's been pretty impressive. Something clicked. He's not the cooler anymore. Well, he was on here talking about how bad is he was with picking. Though that kind of sounds to me like that started around that time frame. Playoffs is a whole new season, huh? It is. Hey, so real quick, the Savannah Bananas just released their their two twenty twenty three schedule. They're going to what twenty states, thirty two, thirty two cities? cities, something like that. Yeah. Is Lexington, Kentucky, on that list? It is not. Oh, but. They are close. Louisville? Not that close. The closest places, I'm not sure with uh, Charleston's pretty high up in West Virginia, right? Yeah. Three hours. Yeah. Okay, so we're so we got three spots. They're gonna go to Charleston, but not Lexington. They're going to Charleston, West Virginia. They'll be in Indianapolis, Indiana, and they'll be in Nashville, Tennessee. Well Well We I mean, know where Nashville well, we know Nashville what kind would of be town the stadium Nashville is. to go to. Uh, Nashville, they're going to play at First Horizon Park. Yeah, that's where the Nashville Sound plays. That's June 2nd. Uh, Indianapolis, they're going to Victory Field June 30th. And then Charleston. uh, Is Charleston where the power were? The West Virginia Power. They're playing uh, Appalachian so. Power Park. I would, I would. Okay, so that was the West. Vir- so that's owned by Andy Shea. Okay. Um. Because he bought them when they lost all this, the all this stuff, that. That's which blows my mind. Because that is an older park than the Legends. That's April twenty first, that and, de- and they don't they don't draw the crowd. I can't. That blows my mind that Lexington did not get on that list. I felt confident that Lexington or Louisville would. Yeah, uh, and we did not. Yeah, Dayton got one too. I think. Dayton's not that far. So, it looks like if you all want to, we're gonna. It'll be a little bit of a trek, but we'll have an opportunity within three hours. Well, that all depends on if SummerSlam doesn't come back to Nashville. I well, that's not gonna happen. It's gonna be in Toronto. Yeah, because uh, Edge is gonna retire. I, uh, yeah, I think so. Bold predictions that we pretty solid on. Okay, so let's do our picks real quick. What are the games? <laughs> First one up on the list is Tennessee LSU at Baton Rouge. I know where this one is. Ooh, is it at night? No. No, it's 12 I, think, o'clock. I was going to say it's noon. Mm. I'm going go Tigers. I'm picking LSU. I know Hendon Hooker's coming in. Hendon Hooker's played pretty well this year. I think it's a statement. It's a chance at a statement game for Brian Kelly. They struggled mightily against Auburn last week. I look for them to come out, play well. I'm going Tigers. I hope that's right. But with it being a noon game, I'm going the Vols. That's the play, That's the time that they want it to be if they want to win that game. Because if it was at 730 down there, forget it. Kentucky, South Carolina said 730. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who did Adam pick? Adam picked Tennessee. So, are you going with Tennessee then? Yeah. That's what Vols mean. They're the Vols. Vols. All right. I'll go on with the Vols. Go Vols. <laughs> All right, Earnhardt. I really have a hard time picking LSU. I'd, I'd like to see LSU win that game uh, for Kentucky purposes. In the, yeah. In, in, but right. I have a hard time seeing they're going to I, – I think Tennessee wins that game as well. Okay, second game. 
TCU Kansas College Game Day at Kansas is at Kansas. Unfortunately, I love Kansas. I love Lance Leopold. What he's doing. TCU smacked around Oklahoma last week. Yep. I think the five and zero streak ends at five and zero. They go to five and one. Give me TCU. Yeah, the Horn Frogs are real good. They 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 they're real good. Um, I agree. I I think TCU comes in and says, not so fast. Not friend. so fast. They're scoring a lot of points. Yeah. I don't know if Kansas can keep up with them. But I'm sure as heck going to root for him. So I'm going with Kansas. And Adam picked TCU. West took TCU too. Yeah. TCU's quarterback does not have an interception on the year. That's impressive. That's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. He is 70 and 94 total. Wow. That's nuts. 70 now, of 94? 70 of 94. Yeah. Now we're going Red River, right? Yep. Texas, Oklahoma. I picked Texas to win the Big 12. I'm staying strong with Texas. Brent Venables and Oklahoma will lose their third straight game. Which is, if that happens, it'll be the first time in almost 30 years. Because they're also looking like they're going to be without Gabriel. Yep. If Gabriel plays, I think it's a different game. I don't think at this point Gabriel plays. Give me Texas. Adam also chose Texas. Well, if I'm going to make up any ground and keep to my picks, 15-yard penalty. Horns down. You're supposed to have uh, I was going to say, there's no, there's no coin that's being flipped. Boomer Sooners. Oh, crap. I forgot all about it. <laughs> We're too far into it. Right, right. yeah. right. Too far yeah. into flip now. You flip, you flip your coin next week. Uh, I'm going with Texas just because I think Gabriel's going to be hurt and – the only reason we put that on there is because it it's, is the it's the Red River yeah. Red River yeah rivalry. All right, we got Philadelphia at Arizona Cardinals. I think Fly Eagles Fly go across country and lose their first game. Woo! I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals. No way. I've said it once. I'll say it again. They should have got beat by the Jacksonville Jalen Hurts is a man. That game was was. Played in the rain. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and, and that's why. Wins. And that's another reason why uh, Miles Sanders had 30, uh, 27 uh, carries. It was nuts. I, I'm saying, I'm saying the uh, Eagles will win. You know the thing that um, that sucks the most about the the Eagles offense right now is Hertz can't figure out a way to spread the ball between Devontae Smith and AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard. So it's like two of the three are going to get theirs. Unfortunately, this week it was Devontae Smith not getting his. I didn't need him because I had performances from everyone else, but, you know, A.J. and Goddard both had big games. La-ti-daw. Uh Adam uh, went with Philly, and I'd love to know if this is an XP weekend for the Cardinals. <laughs> or for, I don't uh, think it is. Yeah. Um, man, I can't go against Philadelphia. They're just rolling right now. I'm going to stick with Philly. They're then, about as complete a team, other than maybe San Francisco, that that there is in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore, Cincinnati. 
I think, and I don't know where it's at. It's at Baltimore. Okay, it's Monday. It's Sunday night football. Monday night football is the Raiders and Chiefs. Um, I think Lamar, Lamar, they get it right. I think, I, th- I think Jim Harbaugh st- stops getting his head there. He finally gets his head out of his tail uh, because I think a lot of the issues the last couple of weeks have been on him. Um, I think uh, Marcus Peters wanted to fight him last week on the sidelines. Yeah, I saw uh, that. I <laughs> think, I th- like he had to be restrained multiple times. Yeah. Um, I think they let they let Lamar cook. Ravens Nation, let's ride. Give me Baltimore. Okay. Adam also took Baltimore. Um, I'm actually going to go Cincinnati. Uh, I think that. Their defense has started to get it together. I think it's prime time, so I think Burrow's going to have his swag going. And it looks like Baltimore's not going to have Rashawn Bateman. Um, so it's going to be up to DuVernay and uh, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, and their backfield is still kind of iffy. I mean, Dobbins looked okay. Justice Hill has played pretty well, but – you know, I I think I think I I think the Bengals are going to go in there and surprise them. Yeah, Justice Hill. I had him on my fantasy team. Looked like he had no playing time path whatsoever. I drop him, and of course he starts playing, and you picked him up. That's right. Uh, I'm going to go with Cincinnati too. I'm I'm rooting for a shootout here, but Cincinnati they roughed up the Ravens both times last year, and. The Ravens' defense have given me no reason to think that Cincinnati can't throw on them again. Um, I'm, you know, I hope it's 43-44. I don't care because yeah, right. you know Lamar scoring the points. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals. And then we have the underdog. We talked about this guy and this team earlier today on this show. They're going into Mississippi State. Give me them hogs. I'm taking the Arkansas Razorbacks. So did Adam. So, which is fine. It ain't no big deal. There's not a lot to choose from this week. So, legit, can we take an NFL underdog? It's never been asked or done before. Yeah. The Rams are a four and a half point favorite. So, you seriously thinking about taking Dallas? Taking them them boys. I'm okay with it. I I mean I don't care. Um, I mean the reason we didn't include them originally was is because we consider the NFL. There's really not any underdogs. Yeah, I mean fifteen teams are two and two, so it's like anybody can beat everybody, right? So that's why we didn't have it. I have Purdue uh, winning over the team they play. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally drew a blank. Hang on. Man. Over Maryland. Yeah, Purdue over Maryland. How does Maryland continue to be the favorite in these games? They're not very good. Tua's brother. Tua's brother is is a, is pretty good. Okay. So, <laughs> the the reason that I – let me pull this up. This, I wish his what. name was Hua, and you could have Tua and Hua. <laughs> <laughs> Hua, tongue of Iloa. <laughs> Hua. Hua. Yeah, that's what they would say all the time. Okay. So this is the reason why I took them. Maryland has played Michigan State. They beat them. Because everybody does. Yeah. They lost to Michigan. 
They've played Southern Method or SMU, Charlotte, and Buffalo. They've won four of those games. They lost to Michigan. Purdue beat Minnesota, beat FAU, lost to Syracuse on a fluke play at the end of the game, uh, beat Indiana State, I guess is who that is, and then just barely lost to Penn State. So I just think the level of competition that Purdue has played is better. Now, if you look at all of the – Stats and stuff, Maryland has more, but, I mean, they've played less. Right. So, that's the reason why I ultimately took that game. So, what are we going to do? Are you taking Dallas? If you all will let me. If not, I'll find another game. It's not. Okay. I, I don't care. Okay. Dallas over Rams. If you lose, then you have to lose five points. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we will actually. If, I mean, it wouldn't matter. If, if you lose, it's it's like the daily double. On Jeopardy, <laughs> you lose. They you lose either, whatever they bet. Win, you either win five or you lose five. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm so far behind at this point. I'm like, whatever. Well, so, all right. Well, good deal. Um, another great show. Um, do want to wish Adam a happy birthday. Happy, this happy is dropping on birthday, Saturday the eighth. His birthday is on the ninth. So. Happy birthday, Adam. We love you, you big lug. I wish you would have been here because look at all these presents that are here. He's just gonna We're just going to have to take them back. Yeah. Take them back. Well, well, did you keep the receipts? Yeah, we kept the receipts. Yeah, well, all right. Well, better luck next year. <laughs> it's you, always, you and your coaching. It's coming back around. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it was another great show. We will see you next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.